Welcome to Ring the Bell, brought to you by the ASX and Bell Direct. I'm Jessica Ramir, a market analyst with Bell Direct. Today we're chatting about some exciting new investment opportunities to look out for on the ASX. And we're joined by the ASX Senior Manager of Investment Products, Andrew Weaver. Andrew, thanks so much for having us. Thank you for being here. So there's never been so many investment opportunities. Today, just quickly, starting with exchange-traded funds, ETFs, they've grown up a lot. There's a new term on the street, active ETFs. Essentially, it's a managed fund that you can buy and sell on the ASX like a share. What do investors need to know? Yeah, well, um, it's a good question. The the active ETF market uh, has grown significantly in the last couple of years. The ETF market in total has grown just this last month in March. Uh, it went above 100 billion Australian dollars, which is a massive landmark. Um, the active ETF market has been around since 2015 in Australia, and there are around about 30 different strategies, so different ETFs uh, that sort of carry that active ETF moniker. And they have really broadened the, uh, the, the options that Australian investors have got in, in order to sort of fill out, fill out their, their investment strategies. Um, the active ETF universe, just like the passive index tracking ETF universe really allows Australian investors to get the benefits of the accessibility of exchange traded products, the standardisation in terms of the T plus two settlement and the transparency and reporting of, of those, those products. So what that really means is that you can buy and sell them with your ordinary brokerage account. You have the standardisation of the T plus two settlement. You know that when you're going to get your, your money back um, and the reporting, stand, uh, the reporting standardization means that you know, generally speaking, what is going to be in, that, in the portfolio of the fund. So a global equity portfolio is going to have global equities in it. It's not going to be large amounts of other, other assets, which, which you may feel like the investment manager should be giving you that exposure to. So those three things, accessibility, standardization and transparency, are really key to the investment product universe in particular the active ETF universe. So lots of benefits for active ETFs. Uh, what's on the horizon? Uh, there are a number of active strategies that are in the pipeline. Um, a lot of them are over asset classes like fixed income. Um, global equities is, is uh, historically been a very significant uh, asset class for both index tracking passive vehicles and also the active uh, ETF universe. Um, you know, the, the tyranny of distance that Australia has and the difficulty that Australian investors have in getting access to global equity portfolios means that ETFs have really been a very good way of Australian investors accessing those, those global markets, both US, broad global, Asia, uh, you name it, there, is, there are ETFs available that will give you exposure to those jurisdictions. And in terms of uh, recent innovations, what's been taking place? Well, in the last 12 months, there has been an innovation in the structure of uh, active ETFs where an existing unlisted managed fund has been able to convert into a listed active ETF. What that means is that investors that are previously in the unlisted version of the fund mm -hmm. can convert their holding onto a HIN and trade just like they would an existing ETF. There's a number of benefits for fund managers uh, in doing that, both in retaining the ratings of the existing fund, uh, but also in retaining that fund that was grown in the unlisted space uh, and, and allowing investors to get the ease of ability and trading accessibility of, an, of a listed product. 
That's a huge change. Thanks for sharing that with us. Um, something else that really stands out is um, sustainable investing. So before coming into here, I did a, a Google search and I found that the Google search for sustainable investing has hit an all-time high. So we're seeing investors really do two things. They're seeking out and investing in companies that are reducing their uh, carbon footprint and they're secondly also backing companies that are actually are going about investing into uh, green energy production like hydrogen and lithium. On the listed product side, Andrew, what are you saying when it comes to sustainable investing? We're seeing enormous growth in that market. It's, it currently accounts for 3% of the total ETF pool, so about $3 billion, but it really is growing at a faster rate than the already fast rate that the, the rest of the market is growing at. Uh, there's 16 pure play ESG funds available. Now, what we're sort of seeing in a trend is that investors are interested in focusing purely on one of the letters in the acronym, so either environmental, sustainable, or, or the governance structures. So we've got a number of funds in the sustainable uh, piece that are purely looking for investments in that, that space. Uh, and on the environmental side, we've got uh, two new funds, one from Van Eck, a clean energy fund, and one from BetaShares, which is a climate change specific uh, fund. And I would expect to see a, a number, um, and that, that number really grow uh, while investors take more niche interests in, in particular areas of, of, of that growing um, strategy. Um, and just lastly, Andrew, um, big question, uh, crypto, uh, the Google search hit an all-time high, so investors are really chomping at the bit to invest in crypto in an easier way. Um, we know that there's going to soon be a crypto ETF in the US what can we expect? It might be a bit cheeky to ask. What can we expect um, on the ASX? Well, you are right, Jess. There, there's a number of uh, ETFs that are available globally. Uh, there's, there's four available at the, as at the time of, of this interview in, in Canada. Uh, there's one in Germany. There's one in Switzerland and one in Sweden. And those, those funds have really amassed a lot of assets. So it's, it's important that, that ASX does allow... Uh, access to, to products because Australian investors, if, uh, if they demand them, if they really want to get access to them, um, the issuers of those products will be coming to ASX and saying there is demand and there's interest in this particular asset class. So you know, we're, we're working very closely with, with our regulator um, and, and want to make sure that if, if that is something that investors want and it's the right time to, to launch one, then there would be one available in Australia. How, how soon, Andrew? I feel like it's a little bit too early to tell, Jess, uh, but I would hope to see one in the next 12 months. Wonderful. Lots of opportunities uh, ahead either way. Andrew Weaver, thank you so much. Uh, th thank you for having me.